you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. The Around the NFL Podcast is 25% Jewish. Welcome back to another edition of the Around the NFL podcast. My name is Dan Hansis, and I am joined by a room filled with heroes. Mark Sessler, Chris Wessling, and a Jewish man, Greg Rosenthal. What's up, boys? Hey, Dan. Money said that with such menace. You could read between the lines there. I don't know what that means. What an odd way to sell our show in general. <laughs> yeah, it is. I mean, it it shows if some people complain, well, you guys, you know, maybe you need a little more variety. Mm. Uh, if you want to take the next step uh, and get on television, maybe you need to spice things up a little bit. Hi, Greg. <laughs> Everything's a little bit better, Jewish. It's a little Jew in it. Um, <laughs> we're off the rails already. Uh, welcome to the... Uh, Monday edition of the Around the NFL podcast, driven, not sponsored, freaking driven by Hyundai, uh, which rhymes with Sunday. And uh, that is a car company that sponsors this show. Now, nobody ever uh, can complain about us not, uh, you know, giving the sponsor what they need right off the top. Yeah, you, your priorities seem to be in place from a corporate uh, point of view. Hey, got to stay employed. Today's show is a nice one. Very nice, in fact. Uh, we're going to catch up on all the news uh, since the last time we were with you, Tuesday. We hope you checked out... Uh, Thursday. Thursday, thank you. We hope you checked out the stream of our Thursday show, which was aired on NFL.com at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. That will happen again on this Thursday, and then the Thursday after that, and then the Thursday after that. I think, I think it might be a trial balloon situation. Uh, by the shadowy league figures to see if this is we'll do more of this during the season, which is not you know we're not saying please watch us click in give us the the traffic, but if you do like the video show, 
check it out because it, it could help the brand. Yeah, I, I just logged on to NFL.com a few minutes ago and front and center on the homepage of our website, the interview with Mr. F, a giant picture of Mr. F. So a nod <laughs> to the sponsor that actually used to give us gifts and things of items of interest to us versus our current sponsor. Yes. A gift that was below the monetary amount that would uh, force us to alert uh, HR. As far as the uh, company he, knows. He was very good about that. Mm. Yeah. Staying below the radar on that. Uh, so, yeah, we'll do uh, some news catching up on uh, what happened in the last few days. Uh, we'll have a little fun, a little fun uh, exercise here. Uh, this coming out of a Twitter uh, back and forth between at Chris Wessling uh, and one of his uh, many followers uh, uh, about what NFL, how an NFL quarterback correlates or be- what rock band or artist best describes an NFL quarterback. How about that? Uh, so we'll throw some theories out there, some connections, and, and then we could have at it and tear each other apart. I like that. Wow. Listen, sports, music, hey, pop culture right in the bullseye. Oh, That's yeah. what people are looking for. Perfect mesh. I mean, it's April 9th, April 10th. Get off our backs. And then uh, if we have time, we'll do some iTunes reviews. So that's today's show. Very exciting. Uh, Before we do that, uh, we look behind the glass. She is a wonderful, wonderful woman and a great talent Uh, behind that glass. She is new money. What's up? Oh, not much. Thanks for that intro, Dan. Yeah. Any Disney trips this weekend? Uh, No, no Disney trips this weekend Mm. that I know of. Sydney. Something seems to be up. You're not the same way you used to be. You'll be sorry. Go to Knott's <laughs> Berry Farm or something? No, uh, I, I don't know if I've planned that far ahead of my life, to be honest with you. Mm. It's Monday. I'm still getting over this last weekend. Come on. Open the door, Sid. We need to talk. Open the door! It's really upsetting. It is. It is very <laughs> concerning. He's a little controlling is all I'm saying. You ever see Fear, Mark Wahlberg? No. Yes, great yeah. movie. Gives himself the tattoo with the ink uh, with I'm Reese Witherspoon's character's tattoo? name. I'm not saying Mickey Mouse is going to carve in, uh, you know, your uh, Sydney or new money into his chest. I'm just saying he seems to be not taking this well. That's all. Well, once you, I <laughs> you mean. You can have a Mark shirt right now. <laughs> well, uh, Mark, yeah, is a, a gang member is the best way I describe this. I just wanted to switch things up. I'm wearing a white button down. It's always like, oh, you got to keep the top two buttons open and roll up your sleeves. Like, I just simply have the top button buttoned and the rest sort of flowing free. Feels good. It it looks good. Going to go on NFL Network looking like this. See what the the ramifications would be. Please do it. Please do it. I know. You, you know. You got to back it up now. You're all talk. You know. Are you gonna go? Are you really gonna go on? I'd be happy network to. Like but it would, by, we're all linked <laughs> together. If I if I sync the segment for the no, four no. of us, you're not I, you're not I'll gonna be, take any. We'll, we won't take any offense. No, you need some ramifications in your life. <laughs> yeah, I don't have enough responsibilities. <laughs> do it, Mark. Let's do some news. In Trump's America, men work in two places: gold mines and Goldman Sachs. <laughs> don't I know it? Uh, we'll start with some of the least surprising news uh, in the history of the NFL. Ben Roethlisberger, ben Roethlisberger will not retire. The Pittsburgh Steelers quarterback announced via Twitter that he informed the team he's looking forward to playing his 14th NFL season. Uh, ben wrote, Steeler Nation will get my absolute best. Speaking of which, <clears throat> three-fourths of this podcast did not see that tweet because we were one of what seems like thousands of 
of uh, sports writers who were blocked by Big Ben's Twitter account. Now, I know what everyone's thinking. Oh, we'll declare vengeance and all that. Now, this is a totally different situation than Derek Carr. This seems to be someone operating his account that has some type of vendetta against the media. It's, it doesn't seem as, as Roethlisberger uh, related. It's not even me. Ben Roethlisberger's account. It's Ben Roethlisberger's website's Twitter account. Okay. Why, so, why are they blocking, like, 3,000 sports writers? Maybe anyone that, like, didn't come down on the pro Ben Roethlisberger side when he was uh, accused of multiple multiple sexual assaults. I wasn't even in the ind- industry when that stuff was oh, going okay. I'm sure a lot of people weren't that were That's blocked. That's a good point. It's a good point. Greg's saying that because you were you broke some news back in the day, didn't you? That's right. I was I was involved. I, pretty much the only thing I've ever broken involved. Well, I'm, I'm not even necessarily very proud of it. And breaking the the Lake Tahoe sexual assault stuff somehow actually came. You were came the first one PFT, to get that out PFT there. And NBC yeah. during your PFT days. Hmm. Uh, so you're saying you would understand why you were blocked. Well, a lot of people have said a lot of negative things about Ben Roethlisberger. So on some level, I don't get it. But on another level, it makes no sense because who's defended Ben Roethlisberger as an underrated, uh, great quarterback more the, than this room for the most part? I know Mark doesn't really like him, but everyone else. Oh, I appreciate him, though. I mean, I, I, I'm the one that's not blocked, and I be, think it's because he's good enough that he's essentially, as a Browns fan, destroyed football for me <laughs> since 2004. And maybe he said, you know, punishment's enough already. Is there a part of you that wishes you were involved with a block party? I can't seem to get invited to any of those. I, Derek Carr <laughs> won't block me. This guy won't block me. So I am feeling a little left out. And people that are hitting me up about the Carr situation, we're working on it behind the scenes to b- broker a piece between Derek Carr, the Raiders quarterback, and at least half of the Around the NFL podcast. So uh, stay tuned on that. Anyway, but Big Ben is coming back. Mike Tomlin released a statement. As an organization, we have been hopeful that Ben would return this year. <laughs> I can't even read the rest of the statement. Obviously, he was always going to come back, and everybody had to go through the, the whole process, including releasing a statement. Right. Uh, but now we can get to the uh, just fully looking ahead at the Steelers offense that has the potential, potential to put up 30 points a game if everything clicks, right? This is what you've done, Ben Roethlisberger. You've made Mike Tomlin release ridiculous statements. Uh, a proud man like Tomlin has to put together some nonsense. <laughs> Get it together. Maybe this is why you've been blocked, Craig. <laughs> I, I am excited about this Steelers offense, but it's worth noting Ben Roethlisberger, I think, had his worst season in a long time. I, he was still very, very good. I had him as my number 10 quarterback uh, on the QB index at the end of the year. So I, I went back and looked, like, where was he ranked the last five years before that? He had never been below six. So he's still great, but maybe not, didn't have as good a season last year for what it's worth uh, as he did year, pre- years previous. And a gentle reminder, in this era when we expect all great quarterbacks to play till 43, Tony Romo just retired at 36 because he's beat up. Uh, ben Roethlisberger is turning, uh, just turned 35. Uh, he's not a spring chicken anymore. It's not n- not like crazy for guys to retire in their mid to late 30s, so we don't know how much time we have left with this guy. It also wouldn't be crazy if he has the best season of his career this year. Absolutely. This reminds me of three years ago when everybody decided Tom Brady was no longer elite just because he had kind of a good year instead of a superstar year. And I think Ben Roethlisberger really struggled because they ran the offense through Le'Veon Bell from midseason on instead of running it through Ben Roethlisberger. So there's an adjustment there. They didn't have a number two receiver basically all year because Martavis Bryant was out and the tight end was concussed for most of the second half of the season. Do so. we wonder at all? Because if we say the Denver Broncos 
They got off the Tony Romo train at some point because they weren't convinced he was 100% plugged into the quest of winning a Super Bowl. Mm. That Big Ben has been going back and forth in his mind, I guess, to some degree, saying, I'm not sure I still want to play football. Then, you know, his website sends out a tweet saying, I'm all in, you're going to get my best effort. But do we question how, where is football in his life at this well, point? I think that's what he was trying to figure out. And Art Rooney said a couple of weeks ago that it, I think it was mostly just frustration coming out of the tough loss in the AFC Championship game, which is fine, but maybe don't, you know, don't put us all on this roller coaster, Ben, for three months. Well, it would yeah. be a good idea for them to draft a, a quarterback. He was a guy, it, it's worth mentioning, that people thought, will he age well? And we'll see. He's aged pretty pretty well. But early in his career, wasn't known for mastering the game mentally. I think he's gotten past that a little bit, but we'll see if he ages well. Uh, let's move on and talk about the Philadelphia Eagles, who had a bit of a hole in their off, uh, defensive line after Benny Logan uh, left in free agency to sign with the Chiefs. Uh, so they addressed that in a trade uh, last week. They acquired defensive t- uh, defensive tackle Timmy Jernigan and the number 99 overall pick in this month's draft uh, in exchange for uh, with the Baltimore Ravens in exchange for the draft 74th overall pick. The two teams announced on Tuesday. So. Basically, Wes, the Ravens moved up 25 spots, got into the third round. Uh, Ozzie Newsom has four picks uh, in the first 78, 16, 47, 74, and 78. Good trade? Seemed like a sensible trade from both sides. The Ravens have uh, three or four defensive linemen they've drafted in the past couple of years. They want to see these young players play, and they got frustrated with Jernigan last year. There were games where he looked like the best defensive lineman on the field, and then there were games where he disappeared, and I think they just got frustrated with his inconsistency, but he's considered a much better fit for Jim Schwartz's wide nine scheme Mm -hmm. in Philadelphia, so he'll plug in. uh, I, I believe he'll be playing some three technique there. An exceptionally high ceiling for a player that you just moved down 25 picks in the draft for. I know it's only one year of him, but that seems like a great deal for the Eagles, especially because, you know, days later, and I don't know if the Eagles knew about this already, Bo Allen, who is their backup nose tackle, who played a lot for them last year, tore his pectoral muscle in offseason workouts and might miss you know much of the season. Moving on. The Atlanta Falcons and Desmond Trufant did some business. They agreed to terms on a five-year extension worth $68.75 million with $42 million in guaranteed money to remain in Atlanta on Saturday, a source informed uh, told NFL Network insider Ian Rappaport. Uh, the team later confirmed that extension. Uh, this has been something that had been cooking for a while. Trufant suffered a uh, pectoral injury that ended his season last year, but he's 26 years old. Uh, a very a very strong player. And, Greg, what does this mean uh, to the Atlanta secondary? Well, I think it means Richard Sherman's not coming. I don't think he ever was. I, I think when you pay a guy in Trufant a better money, really, than Stephon Gilmer and A.J. Bouye got, you're not going to bring in another cornerback that's making $12 million, especially when you have multiple good young players at the position. It's a good young secondary in Atlanta. He's Got, been a better player than Stephon Gilmore and, and A.J. Bouye. I, uh, I feel ridiculous. I went on NFL Network <laughs> saying that Richard Sherman and the Falcons were the best fit in my mind. Absolutely, utterly ridiculous commentary that somehow snuck onto the uh, – Television Your logic was, was yeah. there, though. That was. Good I think logic. last week to on Monday I said some <laughs> news about Romo indicated he wanted to play football again, and he and he retired almost despite me ten hours later. Well, wow. fair. 
We're on fire. <laughs> you think he took? He was taking it to you a little bit there. I think he heard it and he said, "For maximum pain, let's." He's like, "Let's get the wheels moving yeah, on this decision get, now, simply based around Greg Rosenthal's let's appearance get, let's on get NFL this Network." Because they just signed Robert Alford too for a lot of money, and they have Jalen Collins, who I think showed some signs of being pretty good. Uh, Brian Poole too. play well. I mean, it's a nice little, uh, nice little group. You know, nice we forgot we forgot as part of the Eagles. Gave up a lot of yards and points. Yeah, that's a fair point. We, well, we, oh, yeah, we, we forgot as part of this Eagles thing. We 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 almost got Matt McGloin into the show. I'm putting him back into the show. <laughs> Matt McGloin has a job. I'm not giving up on Matt McGloin Nation. Well, all right. You want to get into it a little bit? I I didn't know. That's up about the all I got. He's the number three quarterback in Philadelphia. It's good. Are Area we, camp are we convinced arm. He makes the good team. Good to see him back in the league. If they keep three quarterbacks. But they didn't all know. last year, so we'll we'll find out what they we'll decided. Not a podcast goes by where Greg isn't crowing over some mediocre quarterback <laughs> or another. <laughs> Matt McGloin, also a very uh, a block-heavy individual. I think he's had a negative um, effect on Derek Carr, in fact. Uh, but he's <laughs> also blocked many, many people. And, uh, hey, Matt, if you're listening, you can block me. I don't care. Everyone here is still friendly with him on Twitter? Anyone don't know. Blocked? I'm not. Not even going to check. Don't care. That's basically what I'm saying. Maybe he's a nice guy. I don't know. Everybody's got to calm down. With the, well, all, you know. Not a great sign that, pe- Bill, that Bill O'Brien didn't go after him because he coached him in college. Yeah, president company excluded. Everybody's got to calm down with the blocking of people. You know. Wes can Wes, – uh, <laughs> Yeah, that's – I don't know how that works. You know, everybody just, everybody just calm down with you know, blocking people. Like, you know. I'm going to keep blocking people. Yeah, you're fine. Okay. You kind of – you're one of the masters of it, so – but some less pe- some people don't have the same level of just they don't have the gravitas when it comes to the way West does, and those people need to calm down. I like when and we won't mention names here when you were blocked by a reporter from our own company. <laughs> oh, what a story that was! <laughs> Incredibly awkward, very strange situation. That reporter who is currently employed by this company and is on television on a near daily basis, um, <laughs> the unnamed reporter. I sent an email basically saying. What gives? This is when I was writing news still. And I said, hey, if I'm going to do my job, individual, you need to unblock me so I could see your reporting. Earth to Reporter X. Right. And uh, Reporter X swiftly unblocked me, but never replied to the email. (laughs) (laughs) One of the more awkward scenarios, uh, because we tracked it all weekend long. And you were texting a bunch of us and trying to. It was Christmas Eve. I remember that when I learned. A couple years ago now. Yeah, a few years back. This person ruined your Christmas. (laughs) Well, let's calm down with that. (laughs) (laughs) It definitely didn't ruin my Christmas, but uh, I have since learned that that reporter has, let's just say, strained relationships with many people. Mm. So I don't oh. take it personally. That could apply to many. You're, you, you, you could, you've somehow remained vague. That's good. <laughs> I think that's important. Um, also in the news, I couldn't use this headline for .com because it would have gotten red flag, but I'll use it here. Cupid concussed. Aaron Rodgers and Olivia Munn are done. Their relationship of three years is over. Um, a, I would say a controversial relationship, one that uh, – uh, led to Aaron Rodgers uh, being in the public eye on a, uh, on a different level than he was prior when his brother was on The Bachelorette and, and Aaron and Jordan's issues became public knowledge. A lot of people pointed to Miss Munn as the, uh, as, as the root of all the problems, which led to more awkwardness. 
I don't know what ever happened with that. I'm not tracking this too closely, but I will say that uh, she is now out of the picture. So if you see Aaron and Jordan hanging out again anytime soon, go ahead, connect some dots. I mean, a relationship involving a Hollywood actress and a star quarterback, it was three years. That's longer than I would have thought a relationship mm. like that would last. <laughs> Are you getting choked up? <laughs> totally lost my voice. No. Totally lost my voice. Um, Mark I, like gets, the, I like the Mark idea gets of you starting to cry. It, no, it was, not a, it was not a moment of emotion. I just... Bring those violins back. A little bit Mark, tell us more yeah. about your feelings about this relationship. I really have no further feelings at all. I mean, again, I just think if, they overshot the over-under and how often you'd if, say, how long you'd think it would last. It, three years would be would be well, well beyond what I think. I yeah. mean, if, are you okay to do the rest of the podcast? I don't know. It might be time for me to go home, get in my car, and do something else. By the way. Tall orders to begin with. Chicago Bears come back to us. Uh, social media, media handle. Earlier, this broke on Friday. Um, Chicago Tribune had a fun tweet. Uh, Chicago, of course, the Bears, a rival of the Packers, or a wannabe rival, had a tweet, actress Olivia Munn and boyfriend break up, according to reports. Well done. Nice way to – a subtle troll of Aaron Rodgers, that he's just a boyfriend. Uh, then later Friday, when it, uh, some 22-year-old um, social media uh, intern decided to double down on the Bears' account and um, – and tweeted a picture of a disappointed Aaron Rodgers with a hashtag, something like Friday got us feeling like. Um, that led to everyone being like, wait, what? You know, calm down. Yeah, calm down, these, Bears. These team accounts, if you're a football fan that follows beyond your own team's Twitter team account, are obnoxious. <laughs> and uh, by the way, if anyone's curious, the Aaron Rodgers is – uh, 14 and four in 18 games against the Bears with uh, 38 touchdowns, nine interceptions, a passer rating of 106. Uh, basically, has dominated them. And then the worst part is, all right, you do it, you tweet it out. The end around wrote about this. Hours later, they delete their tweet. I mean, the, I there mean, is it is the it is a cart with the wheels spinning yeah, off. Just get control of us. yourselves. Come back to us. You either put it up and and deal with it, and 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 take all the criticism and and any corners that are giving you accolades, don't go halfway. No half measures here. The Bears are cute. They run on batteries. You just walk by and pat them on the head when you go by. Mm. Damn, that was blistering. Yes. <laughs> they run on batteries. Nobody's afraid of them. They've got no claws. they got no teeth. Well, and it's, it's funny. Wait, they got Mike Glennon, buddy. That's what I'm saying. When is the last time the Bears really scared anyone? Right. And this They're, is like one of the classic NFL franchises whose fan base are quietly just been – Eaten alive Sneaky. for decades. Their social Sneaky media account pretty much is now the equivalent to their football team. It's a 3-13 and 13 type of that. Oh, Just wow. Saying. Woo. Right? Where's the Bunsen burner when you need it? Jeez, the scientists really going in and taking it to a personal level. And finally in the news, uh, NFL players uh, participated in a made-for-TV arm wrestling tournament. This is a late add to news, Greg. I know you like to look over at my laptop from time to time. <laughs> Uh, this happened inside a uh, Las Vegas casino, and we're learning now. I think Rap Sheet had this reported. Am I right as well? That's correct. Okay, that they these players involved will be fined. Uh, I got actually some raw audio from the casino during this event. Let's listen to it now. You got lucky again, huh, Hawks? How you doing, bull? Better than you. Right now, double or nothing. What do you say? Let's just wait for Vegas. Come on, let's do it now. I feel like kicking some ass. 
Let's wait till Vegas, okay? You ain't got a prayer in Vegas. That was actually from Over the Top. Over the Top. Great movie. One of my favorite bad Stallone films, 1986, uh, Bomb. Uh, the ESPN report has a, has a photo from the Las Vegas Review-Journal of James Harrison and Marshawn Lynch uh, jawing at each other. I want to watch this. Wait, this looks like it's awesome. James Harrison against Marshawn Lynch in great. arm wrestling? Yeah. Who and won? I don't know. We got to watch it. It was at the MGM Grand. And by the way, the NFL – Hey, you can't, uh, you know, vote to have a team move to Vegas and then get upset when there's Vegas events going on involving the NFL, right? That checks out. It's got to be problematic. There's going to be problematic things that come up. They're going to have to adjust the rules. We talked about this. If we're go- if they're going to have a Super Bowl there, just they're going to have to change some rules. Here are some of the players as I'm scrolling through this article that were at the event. Again, an arm wrestling tournament involving NFL players. How is there still arm wrestling in 2017? Uh, I'm surprised. Don't we have superior forms of entertainment? The real news here is how little news this got. Well, it kind of snuck up on people. It wasn't heavily promoted and perhaps by design. Patrick. Greg, I'm, I are you mean, reading most, my laptop again? Most, I am. I'm going over here. Wouldn't you guys be annoyed if, oh, if, I, if, if you're The level of things that annoy me in general, that would be very heavily on my radar. Patrick Chung was also there. Good to know. Okay. <laughs> anyway, Harrison Lynch, <laughs> Kenny Stills was there, Navarro Bowman, Marquise Pouncey, Marquette King, of course, Mario Edwards, Patrick Chung, as Greg said. The contest is scheduled to be broadcast on CBS May 27th and 28th. I'll tell you what, scheduled to be broadcast is an interesting way to put it because the NFL and CBS might have a conversation. How far does Kenny Stills get in a tournament, arm wrestling tournament that involves James Harrison? There might be weight classes. Okay. That would be my guess. I don't know. And also, every arm wrestling movie, TV show I've ever seen, at least one contestant has his arm snapped in half. <laughs> I would not want my any of my players. I wouldn't want to see Mo Wilkerson all. on this list uh, to name one prominent Jet. There's not many. Um, so I get if teams are not down with it and why fines are being handed out. But the whole Vegas football thing, it's, again – it's one of the rare instances where being a Jets or Browns fan and the team is completely unmarketable from a star or talent standpoint that you come out on top. With James Harrison versus the field, who are you taking? James Harrison. That's what I'm talking about. I don't – yeah. Who's going to be James Harrison? Maybe like a Calais Campbell type? He's no one the arm on, snapper. No one on that yeah. list that you – that you read Yeah, that, that list had a couple of uh, nobodies that's, on it. I mean, in terms Campbell's of arm wrestling talent. I wouldn't sleep on Navarro Bowman, maybe. But still, yeah, Harrison has got to be a heavy favorite in the event. Um, that's what's happening in the news. Elevate your underwear game to the next level with Me Undies. What is Me Undies? Oh, just seriously soft, feel good undies delivered right to your door. Me Undies are designed in LA and made from sustainably sourced micro. Modal. A fabric three times softer than cotton. Me undies softer than soft lugs. Undies come in an ever-changing selection of classic colors, bold shades, and adventurous patterns. Sid, when are we going to get music under this? I need music under these reeds. I've got some, but you just jumped right into it like a pro. <laughs> so you can tailor your anytime you want to throw it in. So you can tailor your undies. Oh, I like it. <laughs> I could just took mushrooms. <laughs> undies to your own personal style, and guess what? You can save time and money each month with a monthly subscription. And if you're not ready for a subscription, that's okay. You can still save. That's because MeUndies is offering you 20% off your first pair. Just use our special URL, MeUndies.com slash NFL 2017 and get 20% 
off your first pair. So go ahead, revamp your underwear drawer. You deserve it. Once again, that's MeUndies.com slash NFL2017. MeUndies.com slash NFL2017. Subscription undergarments, that's, uh, that's innovative. Uh, yeah, highly innovative. The offer code NFL2017, how come it's not a offer code that's individualized to each podcast? Do they not want to know that all the undies are being purchased by around the NFL podcast <laughs> listeners? Is there a conspiracy within this building would to say keep us a, down is basically what I'm saying. Seems That's a good question. Want to read between the lines? Anybody want to read with me? I have a little story time with Sweet Jack before bed each night. That'd be the story we're reading tonight. <laughs> Suppression <laughs> methods of the Around the NFL podcast <laughs> here at NFL. Watch out. Good night, moon. Yeah. <laughs> Jack grows up to be a big cons- conspiracy theorist. Uh, do you want to talk real quick about WrestleMania? WrestleMania 3 from Marina Del Rey? Sure. Yeah. What a great time. It wasn't quite as wild as the previous iteration. I think it needed to be scaled back a it, little it bit. It definitely needed to. The invite list was scaled back with Dan's help. Because I would never <laughs> rob him of that. <laughs> if you need to have less people at, at something, come to me. Right. I will whittle it down for you. That's one of my great skills. Yeah. Or uh, drawbacks. We had some cornhole. We had some ribs and pulled pork. Uh, we had Mark dancing. Had a great time. Yeah. That, that's when the, you know, the night is going in a certain direction. When that's Mark not unique to dancing. WrestleMania. It was scaled down. But, yeah. No, but it was scaled down. But I, I know that any time that I – essentially fall asleep in the Uber on the way home, that you've had a good time. Yeah, It's been a good night. I mean, peop, the street, That's always a good sign. The streets are talking streets about talking? those ribs. Oh. Wes's ribs. My God. I mean, he can always barbecue, but I think he's brought it to another level with these ribs. They were some of the most delicious barbecue I've ever had in my and life. Let's not sleep on the pulled pork. Either. No, pulled pork was great as well. And uh, as I could tell, because there got a big time pop on Twitter, I sent out a, a 90 second video of, of Wes uh, massaging his pulled pork <laughs> so tenderly. Uh, uh, you could tell you have uh, the hands of a gentle lover the way you work that meat. I enjoy taping that. <laughs> camera Thank, you. Thank you. Speaking for- of gentle lovers, you your the paramour <laughs> was there and had some critique about your methods. I thought she got Ooh. quite verbal really? about the, the layers of tinfoil surrounding oh, she the did, meat. Yeah, she did second-guess my tinfoil operator. Nah. Well, Has she come in other words, Wes is not a single. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. I, I forgot about that portion of the day where she wasn't very supportive of my barbecuing. I'm sure she came around. Yeah, by the end. She, she, <laughs> she was into the ribs, definitely. She was on the couch. Is what happened <laughs> late Saturday night. Uh, <laughs> So a tremendous, <laughs> a tremendous event. Uh, let's move on. And if anybody has any memories to share, there was a very no. I, I was told not to bring it up. I won't. But a crazy thing happened uh, during cornhole uh, uh, in terms of some of the competition. But I will say once again, uh, the 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 Wes and Zeus pairing. I just don't think we'll ever be defeated. We're right now at the Tyson. You know, 1987 Michael Spinks phase where we're just destroying everyone. We're starting to think to ourselves, is this even a challenge anymore? Yeah, Greg actually called out our competitiveness, our competitive fire because by willing, we were willingly teammates. And Greg, yeah. Greg believes that right. we should be. Well, on I, I was saying, I look, I throw about three games of corn a year, maybe, 
maybe two. So I'm joining up with someone else who's, you know, not a superstar or anything. And, and yeah, I, you know, maybe I lost before I even stepped onto the. Do you to think Wes and I are but up it at like, really, It wouldn't really matter. Do you think Wes and I are up at 5 a.m. together practicing corn? No, I'm but two you've kids. Played I got a, a job. Of, I'm played a lot of corn. Well, was some of the guest list uh, whittling down, removing people that would have been a challenge to the two of you? Not at all. Not at all. In fact, they got rid of some of the pretenders that get annoyingly in the way at times. I would say as competitive. If you were at last year's party and you weren't at this year's, you can piece that together. As competitive as Greg obviously is, the fact that he stubbornly refuses to do the spin, Mm. I mean, you have to question his competitive fire. Yeah, I I should start next time. It's like a year between every game, so it's, you know. I have a cornhole board. (laughs) Wes has cornhole boards. Come over anytime and practice because just like he's pepper spray on the softball field, He's the old clomper uh, <laughs> with cornhole. If you don't throw a spin and you're throwing those clomp bombs, you just Forget got it. no chance against a real player. Fair. And that's WrestleMania 3 talk. <laughs> um, sponsored by no one. No sponsors there. No sponsors coming. All right. Let's have a little fun. Again, it's April 10th. Uh, so back off. I don't, I don't want to hear from you. Uh, we're just trying to have some fun here. And what we're going to talk about now is a tweet. Let me find the tweet. Here it is. All right, if you could send it to me. I could also look over at your laptop so you can know what my life's like. <laughs> or Wes could just read it out loud. Well, first, Josh Lansky, one of our listeners, <laughs> sent a tweet asking, seriously, Romo or Favre question mark, as in who had the better career. Yikes. Mm. And I was like, well, this isn't even a conversation. It's Favre by leaps and bounds. And he followed up with, uh, can you at least get on board with this comparison? Tony Romo, the Rolling Stones, Brett Favre, the Beatles. <laughs> and my response was no. Brett Favre, Rolling Stones, Tony Romo, Rolling Stones tribute band. Okay. Which Greg thought very was a little harsh. That was very strong. In fact, I think you're both almost equally wrong. You and Josh? I mean, Romo has been called a poor man's Favre many times. He He's not in the league of of Brett Favre, but calling him a tribute band, I think, is underserving Tony Romo's great yeah, career. That's what and I so mean. we started throwing out, okay, well, then who Tony Romo would be. Hence, right. a segment is born. And by the way, I will say this. I do like Brett Favre as the Rolling Stones because if, you, if you're set up on faulty logic, then the whole exercise is a mess. I do think that is good. I agree. That works. A gifted, they're both gifted Prolific. They've had ups and downs. A bit dangerous. Little little rebellion. Little rebellion little, in yeah. there. I like it. So that's a good one. Well, I've got who I, I think should be Romo now. I've I've thought about this. Let's hear it. He's REM. Mm-hmm. He's he's an indie band with no, modest like beginnings that. that no one saw coming. Came out of the gate with just talent ablazing. A beautiful decade to the point where the expectations are raised. So high that when their their career kind of falls off a cliff and and goes nowhere suddenly, they're mocked a little bit. But it's unfair expectations. Think of think of what they did as just this little band from Athens. I like that. I I have a different one. Okay. The band. The band. They were never named anything other than the band because they started out as Bob Dylan's backup band. They were just his backup guys. Never got a real name. They were the band. Tony Romo, undrafted, starts out as Drew Bledsoe's backup. And then probably underappreciated, just like the band, over the length of their careers because they started out with such humble beginnings. I like that. So you're saying kind of a good band, but not an all-time. I think the band is phenomenal. Mm. I think the the REM one's really good. The only issue I have with it is that there was a time in the early 90s when REM – 
was arguably the biggest band in the world? Was Tony Romo ever the in terms of in terms of fame and in terms of headlines? He, yeah. he wasn't necessarily the best ever, but he was maybe the biggest. I like where you went with. What that. do you got, Mark, for Romo? Do you have anything? Uh, I honestly was convinced until about four minutes ago that this segment was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Mark missed so. this part of the meeting because he had to go to well, makeup. Let me, yeah, let let me, me come back to you. Let on me that throw one. this one out. I okay. the the one I thought about because I did like the general like discussion that the Rolling Stones. And then the Rolling Stones tribute band, what is kind of like a real Rolling Stones tribute band, Aerosmith, uh, who were always Stones light. They had some really high highs, some embarrassing lows, which Roma certainly had. But the biggest disconnect there was Tony knew when to quit. Aerosmith never did. So then I thought about another band, White Stripes. Also, some good-looking blondes in the mix in terms of the Aerosmith video. Yeah, very good. Romo's Love Life. Mm. I'll throw a more modern rock or recent modern rock band, White Stripes. Uh, the genre-defining, polarizing to some, better than people realized, and they knew when to get out before it got depressing, like Tony. Mm. So I like this. But I like your R.E.M. one a lot. Anybody else got a different? Mark, who do you, do you have any? I really, I think Greg, for me, knocked it out of the park. I have others. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, what yeah. I mean. Throw oh, you want one. a whole different quarterback? Yeah, yeah. Okay. let's just go around. How about this uh, for RG3? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I go Nina. All right. 99 Luft Balloons makes her, that was her, 99 Red Balloons makes her a classic example of a one-hit wonder. If you're RG3, you had one year where you were wonderful. You were fantastic. You were capturing the imagination. It's a song, 99 Red Balloons, that'll be around as long as modern radio is around forever. It'll always get play because of that one thing he did. He'll always be remembered, but then it quickly came to a crash for (laughs) Nina. Will will Nina always been... That song. I don't think That's most all, people even know yeah. that Nina yeah, sang it. But, I they, but, that, but I would just say RG3 did one thing that made him incredibly yeah. memorable in the history of football. He had perhaps he was he's perhaps the greatest one year wonder ever in the NFL. Uh, so that's a fun one uh, because you could insert any great one hit wonder in there, uh, such as you get what you give by New Radicals. That's one of my favorite mm. one hit wonders. Uh, 99 left balloons is obviously an all-time one hit. I mean, he will always be, no matter what happens, he will have won the rookie of the year over Andrew Luck and Russell Wilson. And deserved it. Like that, right. that didn't, and fully deserved it that year. He was electrifying. I've got both Manning brothers. All right, let's hear it. Peyton, you too. I got that too. Universally beloved, a compendium spanning decades, but ultimately a little safe. Yeah, I had works. This was my description. Uh, Peyton Manning, YouTube, long, durable career, set ton of records, won many awards, tons of fans, but also a vocal contingent of haters. Yeah. Eli Manning, the spin doctors. Oh, oh that that's, is, that's rough. Two, hit, two hits in their oh, career wow. and ultimately very Terrible. annoying. Terrible job, Wes. Spin doctors, Eli Manning. I think you're spin you know. doctoring your preferences or non-preferences <laughs> for Eli Manning. Wes. What? That's terrible. It's true. How about how about Two hits. How They're about kind this? of known for being... They're almost like a punchline now. Yeah, I mean the so longevity Eli. of Eli Manning has a completely different feel to me than Spin Doctor. Well, the whole point is for like an autumn. People think that the longevity is there, but he's only been a good quarterback like a couple of times in his career. How about Eli Manning as Oasis? First two albums were tremendous, two titles, and then everything after was kind of a uh, you know that works a letdown. I mean, Oasis are known for being like edgy, like they don't get along with each other. Is always having fights and stuff. Eli is like. The least likely to ever get in a fight of any spin doctors OS. That is, I mean, that is beyond a troll job. Because <laughs> here's mean? where the logic breaks down. You're saying that winning 
two Super Bowl titles is the equivalent of Little Miss can't be wrong right. and two princes. That's belittling winning a Super Bowl title because those aren't good songs, but there's nothing better than winning two. So it'd have to be two great songs or two great albums. Otherwise, you're just trolling the quarterback. I am trolling the quarterback. All right, well, we have that uh, out. Well, you, all right, you acknowledged it at least. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. How about mm, – Greg, you got another one? No, go for it. All right. How about Russell, Russell Wilson as Taylor Swift? Mm. Hyper-successful, relentlessly polished, media-savvy as hell, an undeniable talent who may be a huge phony. Oh. I, I can't argue with any of that. Maybe. I don't know if Taylor Swift is a phony or if Russell Wilson is, but the rest of it uh, is a very good comparison. Some people have – Stated that about both. About both. No, I know. I there's just a, don't know. I think there's a level of calculation that people, you know, blanch at. I, I think Russell Wilson and Taylor Swift would even admit they're calculated. Calculation is not a bad thing when you're trying to build a career. There's an entire Sports Illustrated article which caught your eye years ago yes. about, about how calculated Russell Wilson is I about love building that his image. I think that with all his buddies in the luxury box. I think that's a home run comparison. I got I, one for you. Okay, go ahead. Both of these come out of San Francisco in terms of what we think about. Ooh. The Grateful Dead and Steve Young. Mm. Now, Steve Young was not out smoking pot like a crazy person, so he's not the followers not of, he's of. Not the followers of the Grateful Dead. And so that part may be a little bit. But when you think about Steve Young and the highlight films of him and his games in general, poetry, wild rhythms, riffing, creativity, totally unpredictable. <laughs> if you listen to it like an hour, two-hour-long thing from the dead, they, they don't do play the same song the same way ever. They do the good things good, but they go completely experimental, and I think that Steve Young had that experimental feel to him. I, I like, like that. that. I had a different Grateful Dead staying in the Bay Area, a guy who went to college at Cal Berkeley, mm. Aaron Rodgers. A lot mm. of improv to his game, like a jam band quarterback. Right? I think the Steve Young one works too. Sid, what do you think about that? The greatest uh, BYU athlete of all time, Steve Young. You okay with that? I really wish I knew more about the Grateful Dead to have an opinion on this. <laughs> I am stunned that you're not deeply into the Grateful Dead. See, <laughs> you, you mentioned Aaron Rodgers, and ever since I, I noticed during our show that Mark um, derisively made fun of Chance the Rapper in our Slack. Oh yeah, that's true. Channel or our instant myth. He said he was gonna he was gonna compare every QB to Chance the Rapper just to seem cool. Hey, look <laughs> at me. I know about Chance the Rapper. Yeah, I mean, and it's, I realized it's a little the, ridiculous. I realized the other night, Chance Chance the Rapper is on. Mark's radar. Ooh. Yeah, he is. Or, or at well, least people that like Chance. And right. so, so, yeah, I'll, I'll let you explain right. what you think so, it is, but I'll explain why. Yeah. So, Connected you know, that got, that got on my radar because who else has, you know, talked about Chance? I, I love lots of hip-hop, but Chance certainly right now uh, would be number one for me. We were doing a dance-off where two people were going back and we forth even... playing songs. I'll explain why. And I will say this, Chance the Rapper seems extremely talented. Yes. But every, WrestleMania? At WrestleMania? At uh, WrestleMania late oh yeah, night, when it. Chance the Rapper song yeah, came up, no one's dancing. No, well, no, no, one one's played, no, one played, no one played Chance. You were talking about another, another time entirely. But right here, I'm going to say Aaron Rodgers is Chance the Rapper. Uh, I mean, I knew this was coming. Well, it, it wasn't. <laughs> the only reason it's coming is because I just read that during the show. So when Dan came to me, I'm, I'm thinking, hamana, hamana, who's Chance the Rapper? It's Aaron Rodgers because – Aaron Rodgers can do anything. Chance can sing. Chance can flow. He can do a fast song. He can do a slow song. He can do motion. Like, anything you want, if you want to improvise, whatever. Aaron Rodgers does every little thing. Like, he can do everything, any attribute you want in a quarterback. 
he can at least do like 90% of the best quarterback out there. And that's kind of what I I think with Chance the Rapper, like his new, you know, like every song has a little different. I will spend a week. I'll spend a week listening exclusively to his music to see. No, because I'm willing to change my mind. I just, I know sometimes it's just like, I get it. He was not going to be. Let's name drop him every time we talk about music so that we seem so re- uh, progressive. He's not written down by me, but once I saw this Here, channel, I took it. Here's the, the counter I have that. The only problem, Aaron Rodgers is an all-time great. Chance will be. Chance can be. That's why I'll put him. I'll make right. him Marcus Mariota. Okay. Well, like, Has all the tools nah. and can be great, but we don't know yet. I know. You're locking it up, bro. You locking up, Chance. I'm locking it up. Being an all-time <laughs> great yeah. MC. Okay. Good for you. All right. Let's do some Tom Brady's. All right. I'll start. (laughs) Tom Brady is Radiohead. Keeps going and going and going without any obvious obvious signs of decline. Scene keeps changing, but he, like Radiohead, remain a constant. And and Brady might be an android. Ooh, I like that part. And when Brady finally does retire, guess who's coming for the Patriots? Karma police, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you sold me. You didn't have me early, but you sold me. I have the Beatles for Tom Brady. I think that yeah. was the greatest. Yeah. And there are people, these people I never trust, who claim they hate the Beatles. That's fine, but you no, cannot you cannot uh, refute their virtuosity. That I, they had the biggest impact of any band. I, I don't know where I else agree. you go that, other than the Beatles. That, that occurred. I like that. Although the Radiohead thing... I, first, I didn't didn't quite un- get it, and then now I, I kind of see it because who when when you're when you're bumping uh, creep on your headphones while mowing lawns in eighth grade like I was, you would have never thought this could go down as an all-time band. This could have been a one-hit wonder, and uh, you know, kind of from you know, again, kind of slipping under the radar. Always uh, the only reason overachieving I, expectations. I stayed away from the Beatles is just like in real music. I find that they have no. Nobody that compares to them. The the fact that they started off one way and just turned into something totally different, which I guess maybe could Brady be Tom did Brady because he way. was like, uh, you know, he was like a game manager at first. He's like in his India portion right now, and who knows what will happen. He's like in the portion where Bob Dylan got him hooked on drugs, and now he's expanded his whole game. Um, oh, by the way, we lo- we'd love to play some, some music. Yes, that's um, right. Uh, but – I have been talked to multiple times by shadowy league figures about this rights issue. So let's play some music. Here is some Rolling Stones. Well, kind of like the Rolling Stones. Oh, yeah. Rock and roll. Same thing. Now, this is not the Rolling Stones. Let me make that clear. But it could be. See, a little horns. Are you sure it's not? Stones had that R&B <laughs> vibe to them. This is like the Tony Romo version of the Stones. Okay, you wanted to hear, uh, you like Chance the Rapper? Yes, uh, obviously. But you obviously can't, we can't play it on the show because um, SLF issues. Well, here's what Chance the Rapper kind of sounds like. This is from our music library. It's clear. This is kind of what rap sounds like. <laughs> did I hear Lauren Hill in there? Yeah, I thought I did too. Lot of, I feel like there's a lot of... Yeah, this is... Anyone else? Question. You want to hear the greatest... The Beatles, the best band ever. All right. This is what... This <laughs> would happening? Now imagine, you know, come together or, or something off Revolver. 
uh, or even one of their early songs, I Want to Hold Your Hand. But this is, you know, or Hey Jude, maybe. This is kind of what the Beatles sound like, if you don't know. It's kind of what the Beatles are. It's just if you don't know. Sounds like a bad 80s pop song. <laughs> if, if you've never experienced the Beatles, you don't need to listen do to any George more Harrison. research than this. <laughs> George Harrison. Listen, listen to Harrison noodling. Pick up some sitar. It's like with the Beatles, like. <laughs> Move to like the 80s. Sounds like. It soundtracked Miami Vice. Sounds more like Pantera. <laughs> uh, all right. Enough of that. You want to know who's Air Supply? Who? Alex Smith. Mm. I like that one. Your mom's soft rock, but every once in a while you can catch yourself singing along to it. You can convince yourself that he's not that bad, and then you're like, oh, he's so limited. It's like listening to mom's soft rock in your minivan. <laughs> Relatedly, Andy Dalton is Coldplay. Yes. I like him, mm. but I get it if you don't. I get it. I get why you don't like them. I Jay like Cutler's them. Nickelback. Oh. oh. I found a group, a Scottish funk and R&B band from the 70s and early 80s that represent Brian Hoyer, their title, Average White Band. <laughs> oh, they have pick up the pieces, <laughs> cut the cake? Yeah. yeah. Uh, you said Jay Cutler. I had Counting Crows. Mm. Only the biggest of the diehards are hanging around at this point. <laughs> yeah. Greg? Um, His body is a subject of... Conversation, it's just like Jake conversation Cutler. piece. Not quite for the same reasons, but I had Mike Lennon his train. That works. Okay, that's fair. I don't even. I don't even have an explanation. I, I, don't, I don't like think that. You need to. I don't like that. <laughs> Much what? higher upside than train. <laughs> Roger Staubach is talking heads. Why is that? One of the great bands of all time, but never recognized as one of the great mm. bands of all time. Fair enough. I will give you anybody a, else. I have a prediction. It's not where this. It's what this person's going to turn into. Who? Jimmy Garoppolo. Yes. Right now he's this British group called Wham, and he's his own guy. Obviously, <laughs> it doesn't really work on the Tom, Tom Brady side, but he's going to become George Michael and have an incredible solo career once he breaks free from like the, the current it. thing he's in. All Let, right. Let's hear uh, what a band that might sound like Wham a little bit. Let it rip. Oh, this is Wham. Hundred <laughs> percent. Just turn, making our point. Can you turn this up a little bit, Seth? <laughs> this is playing on the jukebox and the max on loop. All right. We're allowed to play this for as long as we want, right? Keep it underneath the show the whole time. I remember back in my youth listening to Scotty Farrell, who was syndicated on WFAN. Mm-hmm. And he would just have rock music going underneath his voice the whole time. This keeps the show moving, baby. That guy drove me nuts. <laughs> Not one of my I'm favorite. on his show like a few times a year. I, I like him. He's one of the best hosts to talk to. Hey, but he's that been around period a long time. where it was constant rock music, like I'd he play at the end in the middle of the night. That was ridiculous. Yeah, he dropped that. Uh, before we, anybody else have another one before we move on? All right. Johnny Unitas is CCR. This you one. listen to CCR all day. You can just watch Johnny Unitas play all day. Nothing but hits. It's been maybe too esoteric, but uh, Phil Rivers is Lucinda Williams. Like mm. A lot of, mm. lot of heartbreak. There's going to be some good seasons. There's going to be some good albums. There's going to maybe be some down seasons, some down albums, but every each one's going to have a lot of emotion, a lot, a, lot of, a lot that's bringing you back. A lot of people with bolo ties are listening to it. Right. Yeah. They, they kind of sound <laughs> the same when they're talking. I love Lucinda. Kirk Cousins is the Black Keys. Nobody's sure whether he's good or kind of <laughs> <laughs> As Sydney writes down a note to make an edit to the show. Oh, we're on, uh, by the way, we're on uh, NFL Network's Up to the Minute. Yeah, we got to go. On Tuesday as well. It'll be too late. We're also on Monday. 
in the be too late for those listening to this podcast. But we are on Tuesday around 5.45 Eastern time if you want to check that out. They're putting us on fairly regularly right now, which is good. Four uh, times last week. Yeah, so that's, we'll see. that's five to six every day. On We've NFL. got time for a couple iTunes, don't we? Uh, we have time for a couple iTunes reviews, yeah. Uh, let me bring it up. By the way, I want to give a pop to the subreddit. Um, we want to get them get that up to five thousand people. As Mark buttons his teeth. Oh, Mark! I am. I'm just coming off a segment where we played piped in crap music to p- save our asses. I ain't gonna go on network with my <laughs> top button buttoned, looking like some hooligan. I, I like how you connected that. I mean, that was that's pretty good. That's you, interesting. I think you kind of you put me in my place. <laughs> I I thought you were gonna be maybe starting a whole new trend. Uh, in the game with a top button. I thought I was starting to get used to it is what I'm saying. I like I like this. This is classy look as well. But I miss it. It's you. just like just typical white guy wearing a shirt. Um couple of iTunes. Oh yeah, so check out the subreddit around the NFL. Uh what is it? Is it around the NFL on Reddit? Yes. Okay. Check that out and and uh you know, subscribe to it and let's try to get that to 5000. Uh, let's check out some iTunes reviews again. Leave, please leave, uh, uh, reviews and five stars or zero stars. If you don't like the show, whatever you want, but we, uh, uh, that helps, uh, with, uh, with iTunes and how we believe how they calibrate their rankings. Um, so let's just read a few. The most recent one comes from a man, uh, Michael with 11 L's. They don't stay on subject. One star. I hate when podcasts don't stay on subject. The first 10 minutes of this podcast was these dudes messing around. No football stories at all. Surprised he chose that one. Hey, listen, that was the first one that popped up. I will add that as the host, I know for a fact that very rarely goes beyond five minutes. Not talking, talking nonsense. 10 minutes. You're a liar. Can't please everyone, nor do we try to. Next one from New England Pack Fan 33. Wait a second. Can't be a Patriots and a Packers fan, but I'll let you off the hook because <laughs> you put five stars with the headline. Make this two hours long. Greg's nightmare. Love listening <laughs> to everyone at work. I wish this podcast was two hours long. The atmosphere is fantastic. That reminded me of uh, on Saturday, John Gonzalez, Gonzo. Yeah. Colleen Wolf's Who's that? husband. <laughs> oh, thank you, Greg. Who's this he, Gonzo you speak? He some he says sometimes he's woken up by our voices because Colleen will be like getting ready for the day and listening to our <laughs> podcast, which sounds like a dystopian nightmare. Very uncomfortable. It's <laughs> funny. Um, this one, Dan, five stars by Longhorn ninety nine fifty five. I mean, come back to us. No, really, come back to us this way. I need an Uber. <laughs> well done. Well done. <laughs> Um, remember the Uber joke? Oh yeah, oh okay. yeah. I got it. You guys forgot already? Yeah, I did. Oh. Did you ever listen to that pod, Mark? I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay, let's move. Hey, listen, let's keep moving. This one, garbage, one star. Screw that guy. Um, <laughs> uh, ba ba Garbage. <laughs> Five stars. Daniel Ch- Jeremiah is a tool. Great podcast, though. Wow. <laughs> is that written by Dan Hanses? It was written by AJS, but I understand the sentiment. Uh, another five stars. So much better than Move the Sticks. DJ just ruins that show. Daniel, come back to us. Wow, DJ ruins the show where he's the host. <laughs> uh, awful one star, Cleo Lemon. 
I don't know how people listen to this. Do yourself a favor and download Move the Sticks instead. Oh. What's that? Oh, it's sort of a turf war breaking out here. Yeah, this is annoying. By the way, you know, Cleo Lemon. Loved that guy back in the day. On the, on You're that, the one. On that Dolphins team. Shocking that you Memorable moment. Save them from going 0-16. Way get to go, it. We get Cleo. It, Greg. You wrote that review. We get it. <laughs> <laughs> Too beautiful for this world. Five stars by the SoCal Bears guy. Five stars aren't good enough for ATM. The heroes are... The four-in-one singled-faced Mount Rushmore of podcasts. No other house in the neighborhood. Hands of stealing the headlines. Sessler's not-so-subtle critique of the world. Wessling's manufactured Southern charm. Add a splash. What? I don't think he means that negatively. Add a splash of Sid. And Greg, with words or something, (laughs) flawless imperfection. (laughs) What does that mean? Flawless imperfection. (laughs) Manufactured. Uh, do you guys want to re- hear the review worse than nails on a chalkboard? One star. Yes. Gary Bruin. These pundits sound like they have clothespins clamped on their nostrils during the podcast. And that's the m- most best aspect. The most best aspect, huh? Gary Bruin, you're an idiot. I wish I could get back those 30 minutes of my life. I wanted listening to their platitudes. I, they got, it's funny. He's including words like platitudes, but then has no basic um, command of the English language. Uh, nails on the chalkboard is easier on the ears. Hmm. Hmm. All right. Well, that might explain a few things. Uh, there's uh, an extended Gilligan's Island analogy with five stars. Um, a little too long to read. <laughs> yeah, here, that's who's ginger? more outdated than our, yeah. than our music references. Best football podcast. Sandy Moore is all right. These guys are great. Super insightful and ridiculously silly. Love the return of you're the GM. Uh, hope I see Greg someday so I could turn to my friends and loudly proclaim. Oh, my God. That's NFL.com's Greg <laughs> Rosenthal. <laughs> Good, but not great. Three all stars. Right. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I like that. We've never now we're had getting it. there. Somebody's zeroing in on the actual truth here. Farn 13. This podcast walks the line between obnoxious morning radio show that relies on drops and informative football commentary. Uh, when the podcast stays on the topic of football and refrains from singing. I feel like this is pointed at someone on the show. The show can be great. Hmm. I I enjoy the ultra serious, serious goons who... Um, who have any issues with me being on the show. Um, you are a person I would never be friends with and you'll never be in the trust tree and just consider this podcast enemy territory for you. If you're an overly serious person, if you yeah. want stick it in your ear, <laughs> if you want dry football talk, you can find it on lots of podcasts all over the internet yeah. and you'll fall asleep listening to it. Uh, we'll fall asleep providing it. If we go that direction. Anyway, a lot of reviews, a lot of fun. Mostly five-star reviews, some bad ones, uh, but the people that leave the bad reviews, I find them to be the flawed people and the ones that leave the good reviews to be good people. That's how I look at it. I think also we get Sydney onto that site and have her scrub anything that even yeah, reeks of a negative review. Let's get on that. <laughs> let's get on that, Sid. <laughs> Thank you very much. All right, we got to go. We got to do our NFL Network hit uh, live uh, in a few minutes, so that's it. We'll be back on Wednesday with yet another episode. Uh, And then again, a reminder, Thursday we will have a show, uh, and then also 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. We will video stream that entire show, Fun Times, 
Uh, so if you like the video show, if you want it back during the regular season, make sure you check that out. And um, I think it would be good for everyone involved. So, And we promise not to make it one of those video podcasts where it ruins the audio show. That's our promise to you. Let's go. This is Dan Hansen signing off for Quiet Storm, the mailman, the boss, and new money behind the glass. Till Wednesday. Calliope, one of the great words in the English language. Solid, solid word. Also used by Bruce Springsteen in a song. <laughs> it's, the, it's the calliope that we all travel along sometimes. I don't know what a calliope is. Is that a game? It's like a music device on a steamboat ship. Ah, okay. I believe. Is that right, Mark? Don't look at me. Did we start the podcast I've never over been to talk on about a, this? I've never been on a steamship. I've never been on a ship that you named right there. Forget about it. What is happening? Let's do this one more time. Hold on. This is it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Leave the calliope in. <laughs> it hasn't had a day in the sun for 130 years. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower... 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.